You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. Hi, welcome back to The Fitness Lounge. I'm your host, Nick, with Ben, and we are here today to talk about how fitness impacts every aspect of your life, whether you know it or not. I would say probably, Ben, that this is probably a wide-ranging topic in the fact that I don't know if there's really any aspect of someone's life that fitness doesn't impact right. in one way, form, or fashion. Yeah. But Ben and I sat down and we said, you know, what are the main areas that if someone was going to say, you know, what are the benefits? Why should I consider getting into fitness other than the obvious things that you would get from, you know, from a physical aspect? What other benefits can you get? So we sat down and we put a little list together. We said, okay, these are the things that we think are going to bring the most value to our listeners. For anyone who, again, is considering getting into fitness, has been in fitness, um, you know, if you've been doing it for a while, you might have already seen some uh, benefits in these aspects. Um, and there may be some that you still have yet to discover. So, and uh, this obviously is probably not a fully conclusive list. I'm sure that our two no, brains can't think of absolutely everything. There's things we can put on there. <laughs> That's for sure. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off? All right, so uh, on the physical side of it, we, we talk about you can improve strength and endurance. It increases your oxygen and nutrient de- nutrients delivering to your tissues, which would also help out, help out with your cardiovascular system. Therefore, you know, your heart and your lungs, um, which is going to give you more energy, increases your dopamine, serotonin levels, makes you feel better. You can help control body fat, improve quality of sleep, and, you know, increase your libido, which isn't a bad thing. No, never, <laughs> never is. I'll tell you, what, one of the things that I, I always tell people um, – you know, for almost everyone, you you have a career, yeah. right? You have some yep. sort of job, something to make your income. Uh, you have, for a lot of people, family, mm-hmm. right? Whether that's, yeah, that's kids, wife, thing, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you know, hobbies, and then people say, you know, you should have, find time in there to, you know, work on your health, right. your 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 body, your fitness. Um, for some people, that portion kind of doubles down as their hobby. I know I'm one of those. Yeah, that's all I do, really. Yeah. I mean, outside of work and the family, I mean, it's always the gym or some sort of physical activities. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who, you know, again, the fitness portion is, hey, this is a checkpoint, a check mark right. in my day that I've got to get done so that I can go and enjoy my hobby or enjoy right. the time with my family. Right. But one of the things I find beneficial in the fact that it is my hobby and it is taking care of my health is that I enjoy doing something that gives me those physical benefits of, like you mentioned, the serotonin, the dopamine, the chemical release that helps with stress. You have a long, stressful day. Most experts will tell you, hey, go do some sort of intensive exercise. That'll decrease it. Yeah, chemically. I mean, just the chemical effects that it has on your body. Or even starting your day off, it actually makes your day better, more energy. Absolutely, 100%. So... The backside of it, too, is that, you know, if you neglect fitness, it can have an adverse effect. And I would say there's a vast majority of the nation, uh, maybe even the world, that Mm -hmm. because that's not something they focus on. I mean, we have an obesity epidemic in America. Uh, I would say that the the fitness revolution has definitely made an impact, you know, especially with the, the advent of... Uh, Instagram and now mm-hmm. all these new social media people, you know, posting their their photos of themselves right. has right. become inspiring for people. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of spread of information, spread of inspiration. Um, but if you don't 
you know, include fitness. It can absolutely be a huge component in leading to health problems such as obesity. Right. Um, and, and that in and of itself, you know, I can't speak for myself because I haven't been in that position, but I know, do know quite a lot of people. In fact, we're going to be bringing on uh, for an interview here soon a, a gentleman that lost over 120-something pounds. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, and he did it for himself, his health. Mm -hmm. um, but you ask anyone who is 350, 400-plus, and they're truthful about it, they'll tell you that it can be physically limiting in their life. Well, you know, you get, when you're at that size, too, it, it, uh, it's even hard to get into the fitness side of things because it's just you're limited on what you can do, like you just said. You know, they can't get on a treadmill and pound it out at fast pace. You know? No, not at all. That's definitely a crawl, walk, run method with that. Absolutely, and, and that mm -hmm. takes a level of, of desire and dedication and oh, commitment absolutely. Yeah. Um, because that, that is some hurdles to overcome, but the other challenge is if you don't overcome those hurdles, you're going to add other challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know all the time you hear, you've heard the, I guess you could say the debates, if you will, it's not really political debates, but about airplane seats. Oh yeah. Charging, <laughs> charging for two seats yeah. or something like that. I mean, and that, that's not always, that's not an easy thing to deal with no. internally. No, not at um, all. And to know that, that there's other, whether it's friends, families, or just someone you don't know that it could also be impacted by that. Right. Yeah. I can tell you that, uh, my, my, my whole side of the family, they're, they're, they're overweight, you know, like, but you know, we talked about it in our beginning episode, I, you know, being in the Marines, it, it put me on that pathway, but I can tell you that how I feel and how I talk to some of my, 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 my mom and dad, actually, you know, they don't feel as good, especially as they get older, you know, they, they're starting to get into it now because they're getting with my wife and she's writing up some workout programs for them, some stretching, just mobility things. And that's good. Just over the last couple of weeks, they've actually noticed a difference in how they feel, which, you know, if you don't take care of yourself like that and you just kind of eat whatever that you're going to feel like crap. But once you put fitness in there, even if it's just a little bit, you're going to notice something. Well, we made yeah. a mention a few episodes ago of the, the kind of old adage of the only workout that you ever regret is the one that you didn't do. That you don't, yeah. Um, there, I, there really isn't a, a one that you go into or should I say come out of yeah. and say, man, I wish I didn't do that. I'm just not well, going to yeah, get any you, results. Unless you rip everything apart, tendons <laughs> and ligaments, then you, might worry, you might regret that one. But. Yeah. This one was one that I think really kind of hit close to home for me and, and a few of the people I know uh, in my personal social circle, which is, you know, Fitness will 100% affect how you are perceived, yeah. both in how yeah. you're perceived by other people, but also how you are perceived by yourself, how right. you feel about yourself. When you start to achieve a certain, well, from especially an aesthetic standpoint, but fitness will ultimately impact your aesthetics, your, your, yeah. your physical form your looks. and your looks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't just wake up one day looking fit. You're not just born with you know for guys an eight pack set of abs right well, i mean we have very them. few out there that are right we, i mean you we all have them yeah. but you know by the time you get into your 20s and 30s and stuff if you're not developing those behaviors yep. and those habits that's just not going to happen and and we in society recognize that yep. you see someone whether you're at the grocery store or at a restaurant and you see whether it doesn't matter whether it's a guy or a girl mm -hmm. you see someone that's fit yep. someone that's in shape your first thought is wow I can see that they're dedicated. Yeah, they're, you know? putting in, they're putting in the work. That's exactly correct. When you, when you see, let's say the exact opposite, mm -hmm. you see someone who is overweight, which is more often than not. Yeah, very much so. And, and we don't really even have to sit here and name certain restaurants, but you can they cop to your mind. You know, you can walk into oh, certain yeah. restaurants. Everyone, yeah. every every place you go to, you'll see it. Yeah, uh, 
you look at them and you say, you know, man, that's, you know, that, that's gotta be tough. That's gotta be a tough life. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, why, why don't they do something different? Um, right. You know, especially with how much access to information we have out there, yeah. uh, it really just becomes a matter of, of want, desire. And whether we want to admit it or not, the truth of the matter is, is that we all unintentionally mm -hmm. judge people based right. on whether we have some sort of physical attraction to them or not. Now, we'd yeah. like to say that we can rise above it, but I mean, that's an animalistic nature thing. Um, happens, yep. They've done studies, I don't know if you know this, but they've done studies where they took two completely different candidates for jobs, mm -hmm. both equally qualified, basically the exact same resume, one more socially, physically attractive according to right. a mass group, yeah. and the other one less so. And they were supposed to judge simply based on the... The looks? No, the, no. the resume. <laughs> simply based on the resume that they said, you know, what are their qualifications? Yeah. And study after study would come back and say they would pick the more attractive one. And the reasoning simply was they just felt for some reason that they were more qualified. Well, they're, they're probably drawn to that person because you throw the word attractive into it. If you put two people, one's more attractive than the other, like you're probably going to be drawn to that person more just naturally. That's you know? exactly like, it. Now my it's something the brain that. does without yeah. you yep. even thinking about it. And so that's, you know, in in my old line of work, which was sales, you know, I had to do face-to-face oh, yeah. -face sales. I had to watch time. my appearance yep. all the time. I mean, I wanted to shave my head just because yeah. it was hot and I didn't want to have to shower and shampoo my hair every day. Right. <laughs> I was just being lazy. But I realized, you know, being bald, mm -hmm. white, might not necessarily be the best look going into certain homes, right. you know, because I don't know what their perceptions are going to be. Right. And so I had to kind of keep that uh, at at common sense, if you will. Um, so that that does come into play for a lot of people, whether we, like I said, whether we want to admit it or not, it affects our judgment. Right. Yeah. On the on the health side of it, you got you know you got your blood work, your doctor's visits, blood pressure, stress, cholesterol, etc. You know those. That would be a, an impact on your life when you're doing the physical fitness side of things, along with you know good diet and. When you get in that groove of everything, your your all your doctor's visits will start getting better. Actually, become less. And I know in our next episode, this this episode kind of ties into our next one. We're talking about health versus fit, which mm -hmm. we'll talk more about you know a little bit later. But you know, we want to throw that out there that on the doctor's visits and, and taking care of yourself, it's going to impact your health. And doctors will always ask you, you know, what, are you or doing what are you anything? Doing? Yeah. yeah. And how much not, are you doing? And they'll yeah. always tell you, well, increase it. Do, yep. do something different. That's they're almost their number one yeah. after diet. That's their number one go-to. I know my doctor, he'll always ask me about my diet. You know, he says, you know, especially on the fiber side, because I, I, I'll get off track sometimes. I don't eat enough fiber. And it's actually led for, led to me getting diverticulitis several really? times. Yeah. Um, so now I got to go. I call it the butt doctor. You know, I got to go <laughs> see that guy so I can get the camera up the backside. But um, anyway, since I've increased my fiber, though, it, it, I've noticed a big difference. Are you intentionally not eating fiber so you can see your doctor more? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's, that, you, 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 the secret's out now. <laughs> so hopefully I don't get hands put on my shoulders because then I'm going to think something's up. But, um, no, but anyways, on, on the lighter side of things, uh, you know, when you do get into fitness and, you know, another impact it has is, you know, you're going to lose that body fat and, you know, get smaller or leaner, however you want to put it but if you go on vacation man you could pack less clothes and that leaves you more room to smuggle shit back from mexico or wherever you go <laughs> yeah. you know your clothes are whatever you go, go wherever a, country you go to go from a 10 to yeah. a 4 your suitcase yeah. is lighter yeah you don't Heck take yeah. as much yeah there's see it impacts your life in yeah. even small ways that <laughs> but 
But on a serious note, though, it, another good thing that I think of, and we've talked about this, you know, before we started this episode, is the social side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell you, most of my friends and everybody, to, and that's how I met you, you know, is at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, and actually that's my circle of friends now, believe it or not. That's Do you remember how we met? Well, you were the sales manager at the, you know, when I got there, but I can't remember now. I, I basically came up, I, you guys were working out, and I thought that I recognized your wife from high school, and I came oh, up okay, and I was yeah, asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I felt, I was like, man, I don't want to say anything, because this guy's going to whoop my tail, he look he looks pissed off, he looks like he's just not the type of guy you want to go up and just start talking to. Yeah, but, I kind of have that look about me. Yeah. So it's not on purpose, either. You have that RBF. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. But, yeah, so anyways, that like I said, all my friends I've met in the gym, you know, it, and one thing... And this may sound silly, and a lot of people might disagree, but all of us in the gym, or I'm gonna say all of us, but whoever's in the gym a lot in that in that lifestyle, are less judgmental than you may think they are because we've all gone through those struggles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know what that next person that might be coming in for the first time is going through. So it's, you know, when I see someone coming in there, I saw a guy actually. I mean, he was he was really overweight, and he came up to start talking to me, asking me questions. You know, and, and I, I didn't judge the guy because when I see people in there like that, I'm like, you know, good for that person because yeah. they're actually doing something. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do something. It may be a struggle. It might be hard to get to where they want to go, but they're in there trying. So I, I, I don't judge people like that at all. In fact, I try to give them advice and help them. And that's what I did with this guy. And you know, I've seen him in there a few more times, and he's actually doing some of the stuff that I suggested. So I was like, you know, good for you. My number one pet peeve, you, you know, you'll see it on like Instagram, Facebook and stuff where people post these videos of just someone doing something and we can call it stupid in the gym, but they just don't know how to use a machine or they just, well, and they're uneducated with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And instead of going up and helping that person, mm-hmm. they're videotaping it and posting it all over the internet. Yeah. Like that, that now it, there are some things that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. You, you see, but, but to <laughs> embarrass someone like yeah. that, you know, and it's in my opinion, if you're in the gym and you're working, hands down, you're already taking steps that the the vast majority of people aren't. Right. And so I'm never going to judge you. I don't care if you're, you know, 400, 500, 600 pounds. Yeah. Um, and there are people in our gym that yep. we go to that are like yep. that. I mean, I don't know. There's, I, I don't know if his, I don't know his name. I haven't gone up and talked to him, but he's a real nice guy because I, I have seen him and he just always has a smile. But he kind of looks like like a Santa Claus almost. And he always comes there. He's in a cane. Yeah, yeah. He always wears suspenders. Yep. And you know, he it's he does the the chest press machine, and he does it entirely wrong. I haven't gone up actually, and corrected every, him. Everything he's done is wrong, actually. Because I've watched him too. And I'm but like, he's lost a ton of weight yeah, in the last in, year. So know. he's going in and he's trying, and he's not doing anything that I think is injury prone, which is part of the reason why I haven't gone up and really done anything because yeah, the other not, side is I don't want to embarrass someone yeah. by saying, Hey man, you're doing that wrong. Right. Cause I'm also not a trainer. He's not doing any like crazy weight and like out of control stuff. Correct. His form and technique might be wrong, but he's not doing a lot of weight with it. Either, right. So. And he's in there and I mean, he, constantly, I would say he's probably four or five times a week and yeah, that kind of level of dedication. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there's, I know there's another girl in, in our gym that she, I don't know whether it was bulimia or anorexia or what, there was something, but she's she's the exact opposite. She was massively underweight, and mm. she has been trying to put on muscle to get yeah. to a healthier form for a very long time, right. and she's in there consistently too. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't look at where you're at 
I look at where you want to go and are you are you going in and putting the time and effort right. to do that? That's right. the first, that's the biggest step. Correcting those forms and things, that's fine-tuning and that's easy. That'll come along. Heck yeah. That'll come along. And you, you can't just instill the desire into somebody. That's something that they've no, got to come up with on That's their from own. within. There's a, an old saying in business uh, that if you want to get an understanding of what, you know, a, a new business partnership or, uh, you know, a new employee, especially high level management, right. the pre-interview process is you go play golf. Yes. And you go play golf with them because the idea is if I watch you on the golf course and let's say you get in the sand trap. And now all of a sudden you're, you know, cussing and swinging and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not able to deal with adversity very well. And so it gives signs to that person who's kind of looking at you. Get a good read on a person. That's exactly correct. Fitness has the exact same effect on people. So Mm -hmm. when, when you go through your fitness journey, it is inevitable that you will learn certain lessons. You will learn lessons about commitment. Yes. Dedication, discipline, uh, failure, mm-hmm. patience, perseverance, and most importantly, the biggest lesson I learned was that you discover that your limits are not as low as you actually think they oh, are. Absolutely, yep. you can if you are in the right mindset first and foremost, but you're also in a uh, conducive environment, mm-hmm. and I would say in some cases specifically with a partner you can really find that your body can go a lot farther, a lot longer than you actually think oh, it sure. can. Uh, and you can break through those barriers. Um, and those lessons you carry over into other aspects. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't play golf. Uh, yeah. I have. I, I I'm horrible at it. I have a professional bowler score when it comes to golfing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have a professional golf score when it comes to bowling. If I could yeah, switch right. those. You'd be good. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, but... Where I tend to look at people, if I'm going to say, is this the type of person that has dedication, commitment, you know, have they gone through failure? Have they persevered? I'm going to look at how are they in the gym? Are they in the gym? And it doesn't necessarily have to be gym, but some sort of fitness. You know, if they've gone through that, if they've come through, like in your case, how many surgeries, injuries, and you still come back, you haven't given up, you, you don't let that keep you down. That shows me that when you have a goal in mind, you're still going to go after it. The path you mm-hmm. may take may change, but still the outcome this, doesn't. Yeah, yeah even as a, to throw in something on that, after my ACL surgery out of my left knee, I was in the gym two days later. I still did do upper body. And you know, I could tell that I had a lot of people come up to me, and, you know, just inspiration alone. Like, you know, a lot of people, they have surgery. They'll, they'll ride that out and milk it out. And, you know, no matter what body part it is, I mean, you can still do other things, but people will ride that out and not do anything. And then now you're just setting yourself back more. But it made me feel good. Like, one, I just, I can't go that many days off, you know, regardless. You know, if I'm in a full body cast, I'll go in and do some finger curls, whatever. But, um, but going in there and just having people come up and say, man, you're inspiring. That's awesome. You're in here killing it even after, you know, three days after a surgery. And it made me feel good, you know. But it, also, it made me feel good because I know I'm motivating them, you know, I guess would be the best way to say it. You're showing, showing leadership, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Well, when you... When you bounce back from a surgery like that, um, especially at, at where you and I are at, as far as it being kind of a an addiction. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Is you do start going stir crazy because you mm-hmm. know what starts happening to your body if you do decide to ride that out for months. You oh, know what yeah. it's like to have to get back up on that. 
Well, that was that was for me. I, I looked down at my quads. I'm like, man, in just the two days I sat at home after the surgery, the, the muscle atrophy kicked in. I'm like, holy crap, I got to get in there right now. You know, I can't sit here any longer. Start messing with my mind. Dude, I'm right there. I mean, I took the last three days off, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, man, I feel deflated. Well, yeah, yeah. Or you can feel like all of a sudden, even though you're not, but you feel bloated and fat and, you know, whatever word you want to look at. Yeah. Whether you know it or not, people are going to make these judgments about you um, simply by looking at you, okay? So yes. just like I said, yep. you know, I'll, I'll determine someone, but I knowingly do it. People unknowingly do it. The same way we were talking about yes. the attractiveness, how it affects a certain part of the brain that you don't really get to control. Mm -hmm. This is kind of the same way because, you know, just like, for, for instance, you see a guy or a girl pull up in a Ferrari with, a, you know, designer clothes, mm -hmm. first judgment call is, wow, they must have money. Exactly. Right? Yep. Obvious. You put two and two together. So same thing. When you see somebody that is physically, aesthetically fit, mm -hmm. you're making those judgment calls whether you like to or not. Now, they could be positive judgment calls. They could be negative. It right. simply depends on how you personally You're going to make those before that. you even talk to them. Exactly. It happens within a split second, yep. and you don't really get to control that. And so for my, my example is this. Is if you don't believe me, I, I'm going to challenge you to imagine... An extremely in shape person could be male, could be female, doesn't really matter. You you choose. Now, imagine what they look like. You know, they might have toned or ripped arms. You know, a very tight abdominal region. If they're a guy, maybe you know, a six pack, eight pack, developed legs, quads, glutes, calves. You all know the type. We we've all seen them. Mm -hmm. You've seen photos of them. We see them out. Now, let's say you run into them at the grocery store or restaurant, as we mentioned before. What are your first thoughts? Man, they're dedicated. Yep. They must work out a lot. You know, they look good. Yeah. I could never do that. Or I wish I could look like that. I remember one of the things that really started me along this was probably, I don't know, maybe six months or a year before I ever even decided to pull the trigger mm -hmm. on actually getting into fitness. I was waiting tables and this guy came in with his family and he was about to do a show. Now, at this point in time, I didn't even know there was something different than just bodybuilding when right. i heard body yeah. you know i'm thinking you know arnold schwarzenegger yep. i'm yep. thinking uh, ronnie coleman dudes, yeah you know. can't can't reach around and you know mm -hmm. wipe your own tail right. i didn't know that they had created the the new men's physique which is you know more of aesthetic rip toned it's yep. it's not about massive well, now size they, and now they've got classic physique on top of that yeah so they, and they keep they keep yeah, growing and changing those um, so I see this guy coming in. I'm like, man, this dude is ripped. He's lean. He, he looks like something that's attainable as opposed to something that doesn't look natural. Right. Right. And I remember talking to him for just a couple minutes because I didn't want to, you know, like, but I was like, dude, how did you get like that? He goes, man, honestly. And he talked to me for just a couple minutes, you know, diet, you know, workout. Yeah. So, you know, he goes, I'm doing a show, I'm like a show. And we, so that's how that kind of got into me. But I promise you, when he walked in, my first thought was, dude, that guy's dedicated. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't come to any other conclusion. You know, there's not, oh, wow, he must have woken up like that with just great genetics. Yeah, you, you never wake up like that. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so not even after years of doing it, that's still, you know, so... If we if we go to the other extreme, so let's let's switch it over. Let's imagine, you know, three four hundred pound lady gentleman doesn't really matter, yep. right? You see them. What's your initial judgment? Oh man, that's got to be tough. Oh you yeah, know? you think that's tough. You think well, you know, they're unhealthy. They're not fit. You know, those are all your natural and natural reactions and thoughts that pop in your head. You're not trying to to do that to be mean. No, it's just. The way it is. Because you come to an obvious conclusion yep. 
that A plus B equals C, right? right? And so I, I don't, and I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not by any means a doctor or a scientist yeah. or anything, but I'd be willing to bet 99% of the people that are 400 pound plus, when they go to their doctor's visits, I promise you there's something that pops up that the doctor has concerns about. Well, could be kidney, yeah. could be you know lung function. I, thyroid, uh, thyroid issues play a big role in weight gain. Heck yeah. You know, big time. And, and they can be the cause of it, but they right. can also be... There's ways to counter They can be the cause yeah. from something else right. you know so you could start gaining the weight and then that has an effect on the steroids because or the uh, thyroid sorry yeah, back and forth. yeah. Yep. you know so they, they can play both ends of that yep. um and that's not an easy place to be in no. but it's definitely not something that should keep you down no. um you know thyroid issues speak with your doctor about it obviously but right. it's not something that is just you're dead in the water yep. it's just like you know diabetes it's it's not easy but i mean uh jason poston uh, you know, IFBB pro mm -hmm. physique, uh, he has diabetes. He just has to be more careful about right. what he eats, well, but he is very cautious about it. And dude's jacked and ripped. Yeah, well, my well, wife, she actually ended up having thyroid issues when she was getting ready for her third show. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, about halfway through her prep, she wasn't losing any weight. In fact, she was gaining weight, you know, and on a strict diet and the workouts you're doing. It shouldn't really be. You should be actually losing weight instead of gaining weight. So that's when we found out with her. So she's always had this issue. But, you know, with proper medication, she changed her diet. And she's actually ahead of it now. So it's not having that effect on her. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know necessarily if, you know, all thyroid issues are permanent. But the effects don't have to be. Right. Exactly. So you just you have to you be more cautious. Yeah. 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 you got to be. And I think that ties back in with, you know, you go back to the discipline and the dedication and all that stuff. Some people may say, you know, you got thyroid disease. And you're way overweight, and you know, for them, that's never. I'm saying this for the ones that haven't really been into the fitness world. You know, it's they don't know, they don't know any better. You know, so to them, they're like, man, I'm screwed. I'm just gonna keep gaining weight. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, unfortunate, but. And then I, what I happens think, is yeah. they sorrow eat. Yeah. They, yep. you know, they keep doing the same eating habits that they've had, and it actually plays in worse. Yep. And it, so it not only adds body weight but then it worsens the thyroid mm -hmm. issue which doubles down on the body weight yep. and so it's this compound it's a vicious cycle yeah, yeah. Um, the probably the most inspirational videos that I I love seeing come across on my Instagram are the ones where you see you know uh, double amputees mm -hmm. you know uh, that are still crushing the gym I saw a, a video the other day guy had no legs and he's doing box jumps yeah uh, you know, 36 inch box jumps with his arms. And so that's someone who said, I'm not going to let this get him away. No, absolutely. So if someone like that can say, I'm not going to let this get him away. I promise you for the vast majority of us, whatever our excuses are, are nowhere near as big of an obstacle mm -hmm. as what that guy or girl, cause I've seen some of those too, that they've had to face. Right. Um, and so I, I think those, again, as the information age has come around where we're able to see more things, uh, videos, inspirational photos and stuff, you start to see that clearing out the path of these obstacles and excuses becomes a lot easier, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, and so, again, the idea with this episode is we wanted to make sure that, you know, people got to see that there are a lot more benefits other than just, well, you know, I get to go to the gym, maybe lose some body fat, which is enough for people. Right. It's enough for a lot of people. But there are some is like, you know. What, what other areas? I mean, come on, tell me, why should I even consider doing this? Right. Um, I, I know quite a, people, uh, quite a lot of people that, you know, just don't have any desire whatsoever. So my hope is that with something like this, 
if you're having an issue in a certain area of your life, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that this is the key solution, but it may have a positive impact, well, which makes helps. it a lot easier. Yeah. A lot easier. So yeah, there's nothing negative about it in my eyes, unless of course you get hurt, but you know, fitness is going to impact you in a positive way. Absolutely. I, I don't really, other than an injury, right. I really don't know how fitness can impact you in a negative way. Right. Uh, true fitness. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners, so if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Fitness Lounge Podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at FitnessLounge3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.